Hello and welcome to episode 81 of Our Weird Life. Would you like this intro, Joe, seeing as I stole yours last time? No, because I stole it back. <laughs> you stole the show back. I did. I was like, you're not having this intro, it's mine. It's mine. Uh, yes, welcome to Our Weird Life. This is the show where uh, we talk about our any unusual events that happen in our life in Japan. We're a British couple, we're married. And uh, we've been doing this podcast now for how long? About a year and a half? Something like that. Something, Something like, like that. that, yeah. Sorry, sorry. So if you're new to the podcast, Hello. welcome. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought uh, we were going to do one of those in sync things. Oh. Hello. Think of a oh, word yeah. and we'll see if we think of the same word. Okay, ready? Three, two, two one. one. Spaghetti. Orange. Oh. And again. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Orange. <laughs> So in sync. <laughs> I stole the word. I thought so you would. So in sync. I thought you would. Okay, one more time. Three, Three two, two, one. In baseball. sync. Oh. oh. I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Fail. Baseball? Where'd you get that from? All I ever hear is baseball in, in Japan. It's all they ever talk about. True. So, they love the baseball, the, the Japanese. What happened to your head? It looked like you fit your head. Um, no, it's just a, a very large spot on my forehead. Oh, sorry to point that out. Yeah, I know. Just give it a name, why don't you? Don't you hate when people do that? Or you can tell that they're looking at something on your face and you're like, <laughs> they, stop doing They that. don't just say. They don't. Well, or if they do say, hmm. it's like, well. It's not nice, is it? I think I'd rather have it pointed out than. Um, You'd rather have someone go, whoa, what's wrong with your face? Yeah, than, than just keep. Their eyes just keep diverting up to your forehead or your nose or whatever it is. What you would know? you say if someone kept doing that to you? It's like, look, I know I've got this conker of a spot on my head, but, you know, let's just point out the, the I've joint definitely boil done that in before. the room. I've said, is there something on my face? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's in no. But it's more awkward when you have to bring it up like that, isn't it, you know? Yeah. I'd rather just someone go, what is that thing on your head? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would like that because then I'd become self-conscious about it. Yeah. And then all night Isn't I'd be trying to cover you, it up. You just get the biggest spot ever and then you try and pop it and you make it even larger. It looked like a bruise, honestly. This? Yeah, I thought... Was it? Pun- it wasn't there this morning. No, it's quite painful. But, oh, um, Jack. Never mind. Did I say my name's Jodie? No, you didn't. My name's Jodie. Thank you. Did you say your <laughs> name? My name's Jack. I think so. I think you've probably said it four times. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> it just sounds so natural. Yeah. I mean, we say it so naturally. Anyway, t- today is the 13th of February. Yes, it is. And right next to me is my hot chocolate with my hot marshmallows, which are actually, they've now melted, so it's quite disappointing. Yeah, mine are pretty much gone. The whole reason I bought them is because they're heart-shaped, and now they're gone. <laughs> I get to enjoy it for two seconds and then they melt. They melt away. And they just turn into big splodges. It tastes very nice. Yes, it's a hot chocolate. What's um, the brand for Valentine's Day? Um, I don't know. It's an American one. Sponsored by. No, it's uh, Swiss. It's Swiss. It's Swiss. You just said it. I just it just came back to me. Just then, just like that. Yeah. Amazing. I could see the packet, the blue and the white. Me too, at the exact same time. Swiss Miss. It's ironic, actually, that we've... Um, Swiss Miss, I guess, is it's an American, American brand. It's, oh. it's not an American brand. I thought it was. Well, I thought it was Swedish, because it's a Swiss on it. 
<laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I feel like a bit of an idiot if, if that is actually the case. Anyway, we've never tried Swiss Miss before, but uh, someone went to Costco. One of our friends did and bought us a, a huge box, and it's very nice. Why did you say we haven't tried it before? Because I thought it was an American brand. No, and why yet, have you said we haven't tried it before? Before we came to Japan. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I just thought it was ironic that... I don't know if they sell it in, in the UK. It would make sense because, you know, Europe, mm. if they sold it in the UK. But maybe it is an American brand, I don't know. It's the best tasting one I've had before. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's very nice. I also, saw... Your coaster is going to miss and that is going to bother me. That's so. going straight. Here it is. I saw four monkeys running in the snow. <gasps> that sounds like I was about to tell a, a limerick, doesn't it? Four little monkeys running in the snow. One fell over. There Did we go. go. Yeah. Yeah, they were... Uh, How cute. ...scampering along an was untouched there a baby one? field of white snow. Oh, really? That yeah. must have been beautiful. It's gone. I, they were quite far away, actually, in the distance, but I could see them, you know. Did they have red faces and red bottoms? They just looked black from where really? I was. Oh. Because they were that far away. Sure At first, I thought they were people running. Oh, wow. And then I realised that they were, you know. On all fours. Bounding on all fours. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bounding over. Yeah. Um, I think they were trying to... Run? Yeah, but like cross a river <laughs> or something. There's what? A, there's a small little... You know, tributary that's running tributary. by. Tributary. Yeah. What's that? It's a it's a channel of um of a river. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that before in my entire life. Yeah. Tributary. Yeah. How do you spell that? T T R I B U T A R Y. I think it's called a tributary. Maybe that's where it goes to the sea. I'm not sure. I might be getting confused. I need. To I thought know it was that. the very like snaky part of a river. You know. Hold on. I'm pretty sure it's a tributary. Trib, trib. Because maybe it's an estuary. Because estuary, estuaries and tri- tributaries. A very difficult word to say, by the way. It says an act, statement, or gift that is intended to show gratitude, respect, or admiration. That's tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me think like I'm a fool. I'm only joking, I know. Fool of a chook. So, so what's on the end? Why? It's tributary. Oh, tributary. Mm-hmm. I believe that is. Oh, uh, look at that. I could be wrong, though. It could be something more to do with the sea part of... A river or stream flowing into a larger river or lake. Ah, there you go. It's a tributary. I was right. So they were trying to cross one of those. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Apparently, it's also a person or state that pays tribute to another state or ruler. Ah. Tributary. Tributary. Tributaries. Tributaries. Okay. I think I've heard that word before. English. Isn't, isn't it English? Fun? Isn't it a strange language? We would. Um, isn't it? Great? I was doing the word all the other day. I was doing, yeah. doing the old. Uh, do the old wordle, you know. Are you a fan of that? Me, yes. It's very fun. Where does it come from, by the way? It just seems to have exploded into popularity. Well, these things do, don't they? I guess, but why? You know what I mean? Why now? Has it just been promoted more or something? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's on TikTok or something. It's probably mm. most likely. I've always loved those word things, though. Yeah, me too. I'm quite, quite Actually, a fan. 
you know the ones where you put put a word in and the other person has to at the same time that's good and you get point it's kind of like scrabble but at the same time but yeah an online version of it actually i played junior scrabble with some of my uh one of my classes yesterday mm. and they're a bit younger so it was it was kind of they were like grade three like elementary so it was a uh, it could have been a bit difficult for them, but I was actually surprised at how patient they were huh? with, like, looking for the letters. Because the letters were already on the board, like elephant, duck, um, sea, honey. What, like there was. What is Junior Scrabble? What's the difference? Uh, so there's two sides to the board, just the normal Scrabble one, and then the other side... The, the words are already on the board and okay. there's there's four different colours and you have to, if you get your colour, you can move two spaces and if you, you spell someone else's word, you get to move one space and oh. you can steal the word. And they were very, like, good at figuring out, because you can look at each other's letters, they're laid out on the table, mm. and they were very good at figuring out, oh, you've got a Y and that's, and so that's I can't I, I can't try and spell this word because you'll steal it from me. And they figured that out very quickly. I was quite impressed. Smart so I'm like eight or nine years old. I quite like Scrabble. And it's obviously the their second language, Facebook. you know. And I'm like trying f- to imagine doing that in Japanese and it would take me forever. Yeah, for me and you, we can just look and, and you can see the word. Even if the letters are all over the place, you can yeah, just see the word. that you. Form. But for them, it's quite difficult and I can see them trying to figure it out and I was, I was quite proud of them, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, I, I love, like... I love making words out of things. You know what I'm terrible at? <laughs> I love making words out of letters. <laughs> I love spelling. <laughs> <laughs> I am terrible at anagrams. I'm good at anagrams. I'm so bad. I just can't see the word. Yeah. In, you know, you used to get thing, that thing on Countdown. You'd always get the big anagram at the end. There was mm. ten letters or what, really nine letters. Yeah. Um... I could never get the anagram. I was just really? so bad. But the math side of it, I was pretty decent. Though. Oh, I'm the opposite there. I wouldn't even try the math one. No, I wouldn't even try. Isn't it funny how our, our, our minds are just set up for different things? Yeah. You know, why is it that my mind is able to see the numbers, but I can't see the letters, and you can't see the numbers, but you can see the letters? It's just... Hmm. Makes you wonder where it all comes from, doesn't it? Yeah. Is it an event? <laughs> is it a traumatic event or something <laughs> with letters or numbers that that stops you grasping that particular thing faster? I don't think I learnt numbers quick enough. I don't think I learnt, like, my times table quick enough. And I got to a level where everyone knew all the times tables mm. and I didn't. So instead of trying to learn it, I sort of buried the fact that I didn't know it. Right. It's kind of, I did the same in violin. I'm I like, <laughs> I had a test. <laughs> my violin it's quite te- a swerve. <laughs> well, this is what made me think of it. My violin teacher was very scary, like mm. very scary. I actually I was thinking about violin the other day because I was listening to some classical music and I actually thought to myself, I would love to learn this song on violin. Yeah. It's the first time I've thought about it since I was 11 years old. But anyway... My teacher was really scary and I was terrified of getting something wrong because she really shouted, which is, you know, it's one teaching technique, but I was terrified of her. So <laughs> when we had exams, she would um, 
she would cover up the name of the note. So it would say above the note, like B, A, whatever, whatever, D. Mm-hmm. And she would cover it up with her book or her hand or something. And then we had to say which what notes they were. And she'd point at a random note. Say, what note is this? And what note is this? So I just memorised the order of the notes to the <laughs> tune of the song. Okay. Like, na, 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 like A, B, F, G, D, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know now, obviously. Um, so then when she would ask me, I would just sing the song in my head and stop at the, stop at the thing. Rather than learning the actual note. <laughs> <laughs> you went to the painstaking trouble <laughs> yeah. of memorising the entire yes. set of notes on the song. In hopes that she wouldn't just draw it on the board and ask me <laughs> what that note was. She did, ju- were you just counting the whole time? They're like, one, two, mm-hmm, three, yeah. four, five, six, D. Yes. <laughs> yeah, literally. And she was really, really impressed. And me and my I friend, me and my friend both did the exact same thing. And she was so impressed of it with us that she sent us to an <laughs> orchestra to be a part of, like this orchestra. <laughs> I've never told you this. I don't think I've ever told you this. <laughs> because she's like, oh, you can read music really well. So she sent us both, me and my best friend, she sent us wow, both. Wow, you really put yourself in the hole there, didn't I've you? I've never told you this. Yeah, she sent us to this, like, actual, like, for, for the for the town that we lived in, like, their orchestra. Their orchestra. And we... <laughs> this is so bad. So we would always, like, either be like, oh, I need the toilet and leave and just don't take part in the whole class or we would we would knock the um the sheet music off the stand part way through because we couldn't actually read music okay but they thought we could so we were both there in the middle of this orchestra and the con- the um what's it called the conductor is that what they're called i think so even though I'm, doub- I'm doubting it now <laughs> um anyway he got so annoyed with us that he moved us into the center of the orchestra because he said that we couldn't hear everything and we need to listen to all of the music around us and also like he could keep an eye on us so there we were right in the middle and gosh we were really naughty i've just thought about it It was really bad so you got your violins oh my gosh it's so embarrassing you can't read the sheet music no and what you're just doing just in the middle like like pretending yeah that's awful (laughs) what a way to ruin the orchestra but we didn't go for very long obviously because they figured out we couldn't really read the music i mean i I gathered that if they've got good ears they would hear this like shrieking from the middle of the the thing was we didn't really enjoy it and our teacher was not like she didn't really make it fun for us she just shouted at us all the time and because of that fear we didn't actually learn what we were supposed to learn. We found a way around it. Was she as bad as that guy from uh, Whiplash? (laughs) Yes, she was, yeah. Yeah. And basically, she would... She didn't hit us, obviously, but if if a student wanted to quit, we'd play violin in this tiny, tiny, tiny little room. Tiny room. This was in primary school. And if a student wanted to quit, she would take them just outside the door and close the door and she would yell at them. Like, you're never going to succeed at life. You're going to quit this. You go, yeah, oh, she was harsh. And the person would either come back in crying and decide they didn't want to quit or, I don't even know, they'd run away. 
And this happened so many times. And and one time, one of the girls in the class, she got really upset that she couldn't read the music and she scratched the back of her violin with her bow. And when she brought it to school that day, we were like, oh, my God, you're going to die. You are going to die. She is going to kill you. Oh, no. Like, I, like it, was, it, was, it was all over the school. It was like the hot goss, you know. It's like this girl's going to die today because she scratched her violin. Yeah. And when I went to secondary school, I went to sign up actually for violin. I thought, okay, you know, I'll give it another go. So I'm there with my pen, ready to sign. Guess who comes behind me? The exact same teacher. (laughs) She moves. She put her hands on my shoulder and she says, "Oh, I'm so happy you're going to join violin." You start scratching out your name on the, yeah. on the thing. I was like, no, actually, I think I'll play the drums. And I did. I played the drums instead. Well. Because that just <laughs> I don't know what to say. You know, there... I can't believe I did that, honestly. That is just where, where do you stand on strictness, you know, as far as being a well, teacher? Because I've got to be honest with you. All my best teachers were the scariest ones. I think, like, without a doubt, they were the best teachers that I had. I was slightly scared of them, but who who was that? Like, what what classes? Like in history and English. Oh my gosh, English! I know who you're on about. So, you know, me and Jack went to the same name aside. Yeah, but just like purely on a, a teaching basis, they were my best teachers. Yeah. I know who Jack's talking about because we went to the same secondary school. So what do you think of that method of... So would you know that teacher then, that violin teacher? I don't know who you're talking about now. Well, she was in that school. So anyway. I never did violin, so I don't... (sighs) I don't know. I really don't know because on the other hand, my ballet teacher was very strict. Very strict. And she brought out the best in me, technically. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I don't know, because I struggled with it, honestly. And there was another ballet teacher at the same school who was lovely, like really, really nice and wasn't strict at all. And she also brought the best out in me because I wanted to do well for her. It's a fine line to tread, isn't it, really? Because that whole ruling by fear, Mm. it only gets you so far. Just as being too nice only gets you so far. I think the thing is, with the ballet teacher, I almost felt like I needed to rebel against her. And I pierced my hair and dyed my... Sorry, pierced my hair. <laughs> pierced my ears and dyed my hair and stuff. Mm. And Against the strict one. Yeah, and I had pink hair and pierced ears, like, different places, not just my normal mm. ear thing. And she, I remember she came up to me one day and said... It's a shame you've done all that to yourself because you would have been a lovely dancer. Well, that was a, that was a slamming comment. Mm. Well, stuck with you there, right? But, but not for the but not for the good. <laughs> but it's like I'm not now because I can't be who I want to be. Yeah. If I like, if I want to dye my hair now, I'm not a good dancer anymore. Mm. According to you, like yeah, just trying like uh, not necessarily the best justification. 
but I didn't want like the the point with ballet is that you kind of have to all look the same like if you watch a ballet show like you'll see like the dancers are all kind of the same I don't know about now but when I was like learning to dance all the shows I watched the girls were the same size same height and there was just like in any other other thing there's an ideal size and height for it like to be a jockey for example like a horse jockey you need to be a certain size and yeah you can't be seven foot jockey (laughs) I mean yeah like any 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 sport there's like there is a even in modeling parameters right between any kind of yeah in modeling there was like certain requirements so it was the same in ballet and I feel like I never really fit that Hmm. so I and I didn't want to like always be the same as everyone else so I think I kind of rebelled against that a little bit so so maybe the strictness thing is more more of uh, like your personality affects the way that you react to that kind of thing, maybe. I was very shy, though, very shy. So I'd never, I would never stand up to her. Mm. Like that comment, for example, I would never say anything to her about mm. that. I wouldn't say anything. But then there'd be times where she would make me show the entire class, this is how it's done. Like this, Jodie, do the dance again, show everybody. So it was very, like, confusing. Like, there was no there was no real reward from the hard work. Yeah. So it was very, like, tough, you know. But that also taught me amazing patience and discipline and that you have to work for everything. You can't, you can't just get something because someone said, mm. like, you have to work hard for that thing. That seems to me to be the the benefit of that way of being, you know, because if any kind of discipline that you're in, if you want to be the greatest, the best at that particular thing, you have to be driven in a way that is uh, almost cruel, I would say, you know, on your on yourself. Yeah. You have to sacrifice so much to be able to get to the pinnacle of that particular thing. Mm-hmm. And so having that strictness of, of tuition... I can kind of see the benefits, but also I recall stories that, let's say, my parents have told me about teachers that they had when they were younger who, you know, at a time of a generation when it was fine to lob a chalk, uh, lob a chalk across the room at a kid's head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perspective is a little different, do you know what I mean, between what you would class as strict. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's not always good, I would say, but it can drive the best in students sometimes. Mm. Used in the Honestly, right way. Honestly, I have the, I have, I have both experiences, but I don't. I think ballet in general gave me a a discipline. Mm. Just the actual the thing, the itself. type of dancing itself is very hard on your body, and you have to be disciplined in all. Like you have to accept that. Well, I've been amazed recently with, uh, like, we were watching that documentary on Netflix, uh, Cheer. Yeah. That blew my mind, really, because I know, I've always been aware that dancing is tough, but that was so much more. Mm -hmm. These are young, you know, they're young bodies, and they're just getting slammed Mm -hmm. every single day, getting injuries left, right and centre, 
and the amount of toll that, that it takes a toll on your body, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's so much sacrifice. Yeah. Um, for and the reward seems so meager as well. You know, they, mm-hmm. they might win the, they go to Daytona or whatever, and they might win that competition, and that was, that was it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's like so. It's it's a very strange kind of sacrifice that they take on. Mm. Like it's wonderful at the time, but it's also very just final. Yeah. You know, kind of short lived. A lot of pressure too. Yeah, really. A is, lot yeah. of pressure to put on someone that young, like. Mm. You will win or you will succeed. Like yeah. the amount of money that goes into those things, the lessons, the costumes, like everything, you know, there's a, that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. I don't think, I don't even know if you have the same amount of pressure no. when you're older because it's not, it's not your money when you're younger. It's whoever's paying for it for you. Very true. So it's, there's that, you know, you have to do your best because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't afford to screw it up, sort of thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Makes you wonder how many of those kids actually want to do it, you know? It really does, doesn't and it? And how many of them are doing it for their parents. Yeah, so, you know, something like the dance mom stuff, that's just... That's hard to watch sometimes. You see the amount of pressure that they put those kids under. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's take a, a bit of a, a segue. Okay. We're going to do a bit of masterminder. Now, oh. if you've never seen the show Mastermind, you will know that um, the quiz show host asks questions on a very, very, very specific topic, so they tend to be more, you know, detailed in that particular area. So the cho- the topic that I've chosen for you, Jodie, is Disney, because I know that you are quite the fan of it. What's my topic? <laughs> uh, yours is Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. It's very difficult to find these quiz pages because there's so many adverts that pop up. And things that you have to accept before you can actually do it. All the cookies. Do you reckon there's an app that automatically accepts cookies? Uh, so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, but then you probably there's probably loads of stuff that you would accept that you don't want to accept. No, anyway, I'm ready. All right. Question okay. one, Joe. Mm-hmm. What year did Disneyland open? Disneyland, California. Yeah, well, I'm guessing it's meaning the first one. Do you know, I'm, I've got to say, first of all, I'm not that up with the Disney, just so you know. <laughs> I'm not as... What are you talking about? This is Mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you applied for the show. <laughs> when did it open? Mm-hmm. 1959. Very close, Jodie. Really? Got to say, 1955. Wow. Four years off. Well done, though. Darn good, it. Good guess. Okay, Darn it. Okay, are, you, are we taking? Are we making a score? Keep a score if you want. We should probably keep a score. There's, probably, there's, note, but there's a notepad in that drawer. Get in the notepad. Don't touch that. That's your Valentine's Day card. Ooh. Just get that notepad there, that one. Yep, and there's a pen just in the front. Is it? Are you enjoying this ASMR of Jack rummaging in a drawer? There's a pen there. There, 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 there. There's a pencil case right in the front. Is there? Please, Jack, just put your hand in the drawer. Keep going. Help me. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Wasn't that hard, was it? Well, it was quite a challenge. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> okay, here's, here's your question. Which famous actor was offered the role of Gandalf before Sir Ian McKellen? Christopher Lee. 
Wow. That's wrong. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Yeah, it was Sean Connery. Oh, I knew that. What a fool. Yeah, right. Oh, gosh, that's an advert. Oops, super quick cinnamon bake oats. <laughs> Maybe I'm getting confused. Maybe it was Ian McKellen who was offered the role of to play Sarah Marin, which is what Christopher Lee's character was. Anyway. Oh, you said that, so next question, please. Neil Poix. You got one. Okay. I didn't get one. Oh, no, you didn't get one, did you? I'm giving you points here. Zero. Okay, here we go. Um, What is the name of Wendy's dog in Peter Pan? Peter Pan. Nana is correct. Yeah. Point for Jodie. Dozer. Which of the following is not one of Gandalf's many nicknames? Go. Gandalf Grey Hat. Gandalf Stormcrow, Gandalf of Greyhaim, the Grey Pilgrim. I, I don't think he's called the Grey Hat. Okay. Correct. Yeah. One point for Jack. He's got another name. What's that? Mr. Endia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that his elven name? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, next question. Who trained Hercules? Oh, I'm losing my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Who who trained Hercules to be a hero? Zero hero. Can I have the options? There's no there's no options. Oh, you've got options. Oh, okay. Well, don't give me options then. The next one. I don't know how to not give you options. Just ask me the question. And okay. I'll give it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Um, I don't know his name. The Ooh. little, the little satyr. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Podgy Pob Plob Plod. It begins with P. I know. It? I've only watched that movie a few times. Um, give me the. F- no, you can't. PH. Phil. It's Phil. That's oh, just Phil. Oh, yeah. But literally, how many names are spelled PH? <laughs> but you true. knew I was there. You knew I was there because I was going. Well, that, okay. that was, that's to balance out the multiple choice that you gave me in the. Okay, the yeah, multiple. fair enough. Where did Frodo first meet Aragorn? Um, at the Prancing Pony. Let's see. Ding, ding, ding. That yeah. is correct. I think that's in the I village of I think these are Green. easy questions, to be fair. It doesn't feel like a mastermind. Excuse me. Maybe I'm just really good at Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Where they met seems like whatever. It's true. All right. Go on, then. Also, by the, the way, the village Jack, of Bree. Jack has one movie. <laughs> I have to reference all of Disney from all of time. Excuse me. If you watch the extended edition, that's like 12 hours of, <laughs> of movie. That still wouldn't be every Disney movie combined. What is the name of the toy store in Toy Story 2? Al's Toy Barn. Ding, ding, ding. That's a point for Jodie. Thank you. Okay. You're After three, two, Sauron, who wore the one ring? Also, After? whenever I see Sauron, I think of Sauron bread. <laughs> Sauron what? The bread. Bread, sour, like sourdough bread. No, the bread, the yellow one. Yellow it, bread. It's like a, it, yeah, it's like a brown, sticky. 
Is it? Loaf, small loaf, sour and loaf or something like that. Oh, I've never heard it before. So, yes, you have. And you put a little bit of butter on it. Sour. Small and sticky. It's a yellow packaging. It's got raisins in it. And it's brown. Oh, sourine or whatever it's called. Yeah, that. <laughs> Yeah. Whenever I read Sauron, it makes me think of that. You know what? That stuff looks really nice. It I, is nice. But I don't like the taste it's of it. chewy. That's what annoys me. Take out the fruit. Put some butter on it. Have you put some butter on it? I never tried that. You put you, That's when you're doing it all wrong your whole life. Well, I never eat it without butter. Anyway. I'll try it again, stand corrected. Who wore the one ring after Sauron? Isildur. Oh my god, that's correct. Yeah. The next question's hard. Three, three. I don't think you'll get it. Oh really? Okay, next question. How many brothers does Prince Hans of the Southern Isles have in Frozen? That's, that's quite a question, I've got to say. Prince Hans? I don't think he has any brothers. How many brothers? Well, I'll tell you question? that he does, so oh. <laughs> it's a number. How no, many brothers no does Prince Hans of the Southern Isles have in Frozen? Is it... Uh, Just guess. Five. Twelve. Oh, okay. That's a lot of brothers, isn't it? I don't remember that at all. I couldn't even tell you what one of them looked like. Can you imagine the chances of having twelve brothers? How many sisters would you have to have? You know what I mean? Just by the odds of having boys mm. and girls. Sheesh. Well, my great-grandfather... No, my grandfather. Was it my great-grandfather? My, grandpa- my great-grandfather was one of 21 children. Ooh. Yep. Busy we, family. We're, we're probably related <laughs> to somehow, Jack. <laughs> 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 uh, hope not. No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How many times does Frodo put on the ring in the trilogy? Ooh. Told you it was a tough one. That's a that's a question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, well let's let's have a think about it. He puts the ring on when he's in the prancing pony. That's first. Uh-huh. Then he puts the ring on. Do we have to go through every single one. We do. When they go to Weathertop, when the Nazgul attack them, mm-hmm. he just and that's just as he gets stabbed by the Witch King, if you remember. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> so that's two. Then he puts the ring on. Oh, this is going to take a while. I'm not going to. Just guess, man. Uh, Does he put the ring on? Then he puts the ring on again when Boromir attacks him to try and get the ring off him. So that's three in one movie. I'm going to say, let's say it happens an average of three times in every movie, nine times. Nine is not an option, but six is the closest option. So what, what is the answer? So you got it wrong. The answer was four. Four? Really? Mm. Surprisingly. But fine. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to check that on the on the after show. Oh, here you go. He doesn't believe the quiz. He's got, he's got, right. he's got a complaint. Right, fine. Go on, call fine. the complaint company. I call false... Falsehood. Tell them what you think. Okay, next question for Jodie. This Go is ahead. another Toy Story one. I love Toy Story. What is the name of Andy's neighbour in Toy Story? Um, I don't think I can ever recall this name being said. Isn't it Max or 
you got to tell me you're going to lock in that answer, you know what I'm saying? No, it's... Because uh, he, just, he just appeared as a villain in the new... In Disneyland. Now he's like a villain you can actually interact with. Oh, really? Sid. Sid. That's a point for Jodie. Sid. How do you not know Sid? I just couldn't remember his name. Oh. I know the character, I just don't know the, the name. What? Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so Jodie's on four, like I'm on Sid three. Like Sid Vicious, surely that's what they named him after. Your turn? More okay. of my turn, whatever you call it. In the Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring. The Fellowship. <laughs> Merry and Pippin are punished for stealing some fireworks. This is stupid, it's so easy. What punishment <laughs> do they receive? They have to wash up all the dishes. These are, these are too easy. Is that a point? Is that a point easy. I hear dinging yes. in the distance? Okay. Dingling. You realise it's four each? Here we go. Wow. What land is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad located in? What land? Yes, in, in the, the park. park. What's it called? Uh, Adventureland? No, wait. Hold on. Adventureland, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland. What's the last one? Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. What? Oh no, what's the last one? Because there's like a western. She's struggling, ladies and gents. She's struggling. The That's word like a... is not coming to her mind. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> there's like a western themed one. There is. Oh gosh, that's going to annoy me. Uh. So it's not Adventureland. Don't tell me. Oh my gosh, what is it? Is it like a jungle land or something? What is it? <laughs> um, I'll tell you, you were on the right um, thread when you said about the Western. I know. That is indeed where it is located in the. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. In the it. Western Quarter. Wild Western Quarter, that is. Uh, oh my gosh, I don't know. You have to do a countdown here, Joe, I'm afraid. Maybe five seconds. Okay. Four, three, two, one, zero. What's your answer? Oh no, I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, that's a. F- no, wait, wait, wait. Um, Western land, I don't know. Frontier land. Oh! So annoying. You know, didn't you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have remembered that. Because that's not a thing we say. That's a very American thing. It's like the, the frontier, the wild frontier. Yeah, we don't say that. No, not. Really, do we? Frontier. But they're all the Cub Scouts and, you know, <laughs> what are they called? Boy Scouts. Cowboys. <laughs> no. Next question. Like, what's his name from. Anyway. What's the name of Sam Wise Gamgee's wife? Is that you say his name? Gamgee. Gamgee. Oh. Oh, we've stumped him, folks. Oh, we've stumped him. Oh, he's searching for the word. He's racking his brain. He can't. I'm just trying to. Oh. I'm trying to hear Sam's voice, and he's like, "Oh, Mr. Frodo, Mr. Frodo." I love. Uh, I think I know which one it is. Oh, what's the name? Dun 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 dun. Because he regrets dun, not saying anything dun, to her. Dun, dun, 
Rose. Hmm. We've got a rosy. So. It's rosy. I mean. It is rosy. I mean, it is rosy. It's not right though, is it? Well, we had like Susie, Lucy, Mary. So I'll give you that one. I don't know. I'm not feeling very good about that point. It's up to you. No, I'm going to say no. I'm I mean, you said it. Rose. It's practically the same name. No, it's not the same. All right, then. Very right. harsh on yourself. I'd give myself the point with West Wildland. <laughs> West Wildland. <laughs> Here we go, next question. What are the name of Cinderella's stepsisters? Um, Cinderella's stepsisters are... Drisella. I don't know. Dris- that's, that's one of them, yeah. Is Drisella, it? Yeah. Oh, that was a guess. Drisella and... I'll give you half a point if you get one. Okay. And I'll give myself half a point for Rose. Okay. If you only get half a point. Drisella and... Drisella and... It's not Cruella. Drisella and... It's a horrible name. It has to be like a horrible name. Uh, Come here, Drisella, Fruella. <laughs> I don't know, Fruella. It's Anastasia. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have got that. And That's a nice name. Yeah, no, it's not not an, not a nasty name, is it? So half a point for Jared Lee. Okay. And I'm going to give myself half point for a rope. So we're on four and a half each. Okay. This is getting tense. We should just keep going until one of us doesn't until get it. Until one of us doesn't get it, okay. Okay, right. so which actor broke two of his toes while kicking a helmet in the ta- two towers? Kicking a helmet? Yes. Oh, that was um, Viggo Mortensen, who plays Aragorn. That's correct. I didn't realise in the show, he, he, he does this thing where he's like, because he, he thinks the hobbits are dead, and he uh, kicks this helmet, but actually he's broken. Is that the one that played <laughs> the bearded, ginger bearded guy? Small guy. No, he's Aragorn. Oh. Viggo okay. Mortensen. Okay. Yeah. So much I know. Next, <laughs> next question. What is the name of... Ariel and Prince Eric's daughter. What? I have a daughter. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Sorry, what? They have a daughter. Yeah. Is that a bad question if you just don't know it? Like you didn't I didn't even, even know you... they had a daughter. Is that in the movie? Or is that in like Ariel 2 that no one Okay, watched? I'm going to ask you a different question because you can't, you can't give me an answer to something you didn't even know existed, can you? Um... Okay, which Disney princess sings Once Upon a Dream? Um, Aurora. Correct. I know you, I, I want with you once upon a dream. We had that at our wedding. We did, great job. What is Gimli's father's name? Gloin. Also, what is Ariel's Sounds daughter, like daughter called? Hmm? What is Ariel's Oh, called? Princess Melody. I have no idea. I'd never even. It know. must be on like. If that's uh, in Ariel too, I'm gonna. If that's in Ariel, I'm gonna freak. The Little Mermaid Five or something. <laughs> yeah, if that's in Little Mermaid. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. It's my question. Yeah, go ahead. Is it? No, I just answered the question, didn't I? I mean, sorry, I you just, just answered the question. A, I just asked you a question. Did you? What about did you ask Ariel's me? child's name. 
what were you talking about? <laughs> I just you asked fool. you what thing he's <laughs> what thing he's dad was called. Your last question was which Disney princess sings Once Upon a Dream? Oh yeah, that was right. Sorry, Gloin. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> you just called me a fool. You just called me a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's gonna glaze over that. <laughs> oh dear me. Um Okay, what are the name of Hades' Hades' minions in Hercules? Um, I have no idea about this. I think it's like Puck and Glock, Glock and Pog, Plug. Their names are Pain and Panic. Oh, shite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I believe, Jodie, that's... That is the losing That's the one. end of Mastermind. Da, 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 da. Boom. Mastermind. Well, we hope you enjoyed that uh, frantic, off-the-rails <laughs> podcast. <laughs> episode. <laughs> there were so many segues in that we almost fell off the bike. But, um, the segue. Fun nonetheless. If you'd like to be part of the Owl Commune Twitter, you can find us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Our Weird Live Pod. He's staring at me very intently, Jack. Over the microphone. He is. <laughs> Give me the eyes. Give me the eyes. Give me the old eyes. Um, Happy Valentine's Day, by the way, if you yeah, celebrate Valentine's absolutely. Day. Happy Valentine's Day, which will be tomorrow. If you don't celebrate Valentine's Day, cool. No problem. No problem. We but release. If you, if you do, then, uh, yeah, eat some chocolate. Jack, Jack doesn't want me to talk about Valentine's Day. Why? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Just going on talking. So anyway, go on. Um, we release new podcasts at six pm Japan Standard Time every Sunday. Every single Sunday. It's your turn to do your wisdom for the past eighty-one weeks. <laughs> Sounds like a long time, doesn't it? When you put it like that. What is? This podcast has been running for 81 weeks. Actually, it doesn't sound that long when you put it like that. Do you not think? No. Well, how many weeks would you think would sound like a long time? 500. Well, yeah. 200. 200 weeks. Mm. Got a ways to go for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, every week you are treated to a revelatory statement. By either me or Jack. Today is Jack. Yes. So now we've got to think of <laughs> yeah. A revelatory statement. Hmm. Well, we were talking about discipline. We were talking about Valentine's Day. Yeah. We were talking about quiz. Is. Okay, well, let's talk about discipline then. I think discipline is very important for whatever it is you want to achieve, whatever your goal is. So Self-discipline. Self-discipline, precisely, yeah. Okay. So. What is that? Noise? If there's something that you want, you've got a goal... You need to lock in that self-discipline. But every now and again, you come off the rails with it. Yeah. It, it It's almost, in fact, I would say it's impossible to be totally as self-disciplined as you would like at any given time. You know, when you say that, I wonder how many people know exactly what you mean when you say self-discipline. I'm not entirely sure I know what self-discipline means in that context really I, I to think, me like oh. sorry i just i need to say this if you're like playing on your playstation or whatever yes. and you know 
you know deep down that's not what you want to do. Or there's something else you should be doing. Yeah. Right. You know. Uh That's when you implement your self-discipline. Like, get off the PlayStation. Turn it off. And go and do that thing that you have been avoiding. Yes. Your entire life. (laughs) I couldn't couldn't put it better. That is self-discipline. It's Mm. when you can almost kid yourself Mm. into not doing the thing that you know you should be doing. That is the opposite. That's the antithesis of self-discipline. Because we like to self-sabotage. We do, don't we? Mm-hmm. We do. We are, na- we we are very naturally, naturally sloth- slothful, slothful creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are afraid of failing. Mm, yeah, and that tends to be the reason almost every single time, I think. But you should run towards it. Run towards your fear. Yeah. Face it head on. Like in James and the Giant Peach, when he's facing the big rhino, and he's like, Go away! Exactly. You know, like that. You go, go straight on. The answer is in the abyss. That's spooky as frig, Jack. It's true. <laughs> the it's unknown. True. The unknown and whatever you like. And then when you get through it, it's like really exciting and you'll find a massive peach yeah. with loads of cool creatures inside. Precisely. I love yeah. metaphors. And you get to eat the peach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And make a house out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out of the pip. out of the core that's good that's a good metaphor yeah well done Roald Dahl yeah congratulations (laughs) could be an author (laughs) could be an author (laughs) anyway before we veer off into another violent segue (laughs) let's end the podcast there thank you for joining us we will see you next week with a brand new one goodbye bye bye goodbye (laughs) (laughs) oh it's not I can't end it. Bye. Bye.